Hello lovelies, I'm Jay Aquinenza and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Capricorn. Hello Capricorn, last but never least. Right, Ooh, I've got a very interesting one for you guys. Now, I'll be honest with you, I was pretty excited about your one. Um, I have a theory, I shared it in the Sag one. We'll see whether it happens or not. I'll tell you by the end of it. I don't want to, well, I've already pulled the cards. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if it happens or not. But I really was excited to see what came up in yours because, well, Pluto energy has been so dominant in everyone's reading. And you guys have hosted Pluto for since 2008. So I was, wasn't was sure what to expect. There's a new energy, fresh energy coming in for everyone. And yours is fresh and new. For, um, it has a very clear, specific message. Sorry about some of the cards white out while I'm shuffling, but once they're all out, you'll be able to see them clearly. But the first card that I got for you guys was the Golden Children. And let's read that. The key phrases are inner child, tenderness, innocence, rare gifts. Now, Sagittarius got one about gifts. Aries got one about hidden gifts. But their card was different I think they got something like called like a calling yours is less about a calling and more about how you approach um it could be a new project it could be you be of a new parent right or your inner child you'll see as, as I read the card uh, but it's more it's more about how how you approach things now seems very different right let's have a little read it says golden children children of the sun are highly advanced extremely intelligent souls who are incarnating increasingly on planet earth they have little or no personal karma and possess incredible gifts and intuitive abilities golden children are born with a very clear mission many remember it from a young age and begin answering and sharing it early in life due to their unique intelligence they may find themselves easily bored at school most have never incarnated on earth before and so if they're not supported in the right ways and that's the key part here don't worry about if it's kids or not but supported in the right way so they're not supporting the right ways they struggle with physical life here they often they're often referred to as the new as the new humans if you pull this card it may be a sign that you're being called to mother father or nurture a child you may be called to tend to your own inner child a creative idea or project or a new beginning to treat yourself or the new beginning with sweet tender love to nurture and nourish it, to give it every chance to grow and reach adulthood, to encourage it, to water it, to see the world through the innocence of a child, to see yourself and all others as innocent children. That actually happened to me for a little phase where I couldn't see anyone beyond, I could just see like everyone as little children. And I mean, that can go too far as well when you do that, because then you don't call people up on you know bad behavior or you don't deal with bad behavior because you're too busy thinking of them as a child I'm not saying that you'd do that but that's where I went too far with that anyway side note um to see yourself and all others as innocent children to remember that deep down everyone is trying their best and if they're treated with a tender heart they'll not harden as they journey through the great adventure called life and the starseed soul inquiry is how can you treat yourself or others more tenderly now I get it this is a second house transit for you so this is beyond and I think a lot of these readings have been like that beyond just um like work and relationship and you know blah blah because it, it's not that's individual to all, all of us 
but the the energy of that we embody of that sign and how we now express it or work with it that has changed and or is in the process of changing even more right so let me read to you you got the golden egg here and i pulled a second one because i always do with the spirit element aquarius got a spirit element card and cancer i think it was cancer cancer got a spirit element card so interesting that you guys guys got one as well and you guys got black egg and it says speaking from an authentic voice of the truth scorpio got something similar to to this reading that you guys got but these were slightly different so as all of them are so it says the black egg contains one of life's essential treasures the truth Inside of it resides no confusion, excuses, small talk, noise or lies, not even white ones. This living and breathing vessel harbours only that which rings true. When this essence is in balance, we speak slowly and clearly. We are drawn to activities like writing, reading, teaching, singing or perhaps public speaking. Sounds draw us in. Books draw us in. The concept of truth itself draws us in. We start asking questions like, what do I know to be true about myself? What is true about the world? When the energy of the black egg is not yet accessed, we speak from an unsure place. We say things others want to hear, gossip or repeat stories to justify our subpar behaviour. We might even try to convince ourselves that we have no inner truth at all. The energy of the black egg hovers and waits for us to reconnect. It is available at every moment in every situation. It's the epicentre of truth, the birthplace of our voice. The black egg and the fifth chakra. The subtle essence of this card resides at the base of the throat, at the Vishuddha chakra. The ancient sages saw this centre as the hub that governs our speech and expression. Vishuddha translates as especially pure. The balance of this centre is important for all of us but is especially essential for writers, editors, musicians, and teachers. I just want to check something. I did make a note here. I just want to see. I, I think it was either Aquarius or I think Cancer got Cosmic Egg. Yeah, it did. So was it Aquarius that got this card? I feel like I've seen this card. Yeah, it was Aquarius. Aquarius got this. So you got the same card as Aquarius. We began the readings with this card. Now we're ending them with this card as well. But... Aquarius got Cobra with this. You guys, your voice is different. The truth that you speak now is different. And what, where is that truth spoken or what, how is it impacted? Well, you guys got deer. And I do believe, I may be incorrect, but I do believe you are the only sign that pulled an earth element card. Everyone else pulled air. Um, there was one water and there were a couple of fires. But otherwise, everyone got different air element animals, which is very telling, right? So you guys got deer. Let's see what deer says. Loving, intuitive, graceful, the mother. The deer represents the feminine aspects of earth energy. So very queen of pentacles, which is Capricorn. This energy is available to all creatures, regardless of gender, but is especially potent in new parents. Seeing a theme here? During the first few days, they are fully present, nurturing and calm. The inner beauty radiates and a sense of grace calms the room. A dear personality affects others in this way, drawing them toward a quiet tenderness. The dear card may appear when a birth or celebration of new life draws near or when a situation calls for absolute gentleness and compassion. 
when in balance, receptive, compassionate, nurturing, when out of balance, concerned, protective, to bring into balance nature, children. Now, it is not lost on me that I did that talk in your reading, the um, spiritual emptiness syndrome talk that was in your season, and that was about the inner child. I want you to consider what that means then in terms of, you know, the golden children and that dear energy. Um, I, I think it's less about whether it's a project, whether it's a kid, whether it's a real kid, your inner child, whatever. I think it's more because it's the black egg, right? It's this voice. It's how you speak now and how you get the most out of people, which is to speak in a nurturing, compassionate way. Now, this it'll take you time, you know, you got the Knight of Swords, you got the Knight of Swords as your advice, which is about speaking truth, it flew out as well, you got it with the Six of Pentacles. With the Six of Pentacles, that's a card of giving and receiving, it's a card of charity. So, where this can be taken the wrong way, is it can be seen as blowing smoke up someone's ass being fake, and that is not what it's saying, you do not get the Knight of Swords if you're being told to be fake. That's not what's going on here. Um, and you've got the two knights of communication, knight of wands, the Sagittarius, knight of swords over here, Gemini. So that's the axis of communication. That's been coming up a lot because if we're in an ear season, so it's about our thoughts, our beliefs, our ideas and how we communicate them. There is more than one way to convey a message. There is more than one way to say anything. And Leo got that message around love. They got a truer version of love. And Scorpio got it around truth, which I think I called it something like um, a more a, a loving, a loving version of of truth or something, right? So, but for you, this is not telling you to be loving. This is not telling you to be honest. It's not telling you to do whatever. It's saying when you speak, and you know, especially if you haven't been saying what you need to say, but if you have, even if you have been. It's encouraging you to say that, to bring out the best in someone, that you have the power to bring out the best in whoever you're speaking to, a client, um, a co-worker, a family member, a partner, a friend, that there is a way of speaking that you will bring out that which, without hardening them, right? The, there's no such thing, you know, the truth is the truth is the truth. Yes, maybe. But there is a way to bring this out. And you've got the three of coins there, which is your card, Capricorn. Now, here's the... Right, let's start over here with the five of cups. So you've got the five of cups in the past, which is a card of regret, loss, missed opportunities. Now, it's very easy when the five of cups comes up that we blame the three cups that have fallen. I think in this one, yeah, there, no, there's two cups that have fallen on this interestingly enough three cups still standing but there is still support available to us it says all is not lost that's in the past oh wow all right i like this so when you get the five of cups and the six of cups this is regret lost missed opportunities but the six of cups is a healing of that right we have made peace with that we understand um we understand the gift of even the losses when this happens now here's the here's the deal though with the six of cups coming up with this energy because this is a card of childlike energy it's a card about 
Um, it takes us back to the time before the loss of innocence. It's a card of innocence. So there's always children in there, right? The gift of innocence. And sometimes we can become very cynical. We can become very jaded. We can have a lot of losses or we have ways of doing things. And we forget that sometimes things can come to us more easily when we're not trying to game the system, right? When we don't need to know all the moves and all the, the the rules and, you know, all of that stuff where we, yes, sometimes we do. I mean, I wouldn't want a doctor to come in all innocent. I'd want them to know medicine, right? But we're not talking about a career, a specific, specialised career. Um, and even with that, even think about that, even if we were talking about a doctor or a, a lawyer, right? If I've, I've been in the medical system, right? I was in, in it for 20 years, seeing doctors regularly, going for tests, um, when I was really ill and I know the doctors that treat me like a human being you know who realized I was a person not just a bunch of symptoms um, the way that they spoke to me and I knew the ones that it's like why are you even a doctor like you know what the hell are you doing here that it there's no comprehension that you're dealing with people so it's it's not even it's not an either or situation I've experienced that I know what doctors go through. I know how much training they have and what they have to deal with, right? And they work very long hours. So, of course, you can catch anyone on the wrong day. But to say there's only one way for a doctor to speak, that's bullshit. That's what this is saying. And it's not asking you to give up the results. It's, in a way, you'd more than likely, I mean, you'd create something new out of this situation it's a different way of using what you know but it's beyond just the material mechanistic way of doing things right and whether this is like if we're talking about a transaction whether we're talking about a business agreement you know it, it's I've, as i just showed you know that's a job someone's got a professional job there with a doctor or with a lawyer right Im imagine a lawyer who just treats you like how many hours you're worth which is at the end of the day that's how they get paid right the, the how many hours they put in on your case or on your whatever but when they speak to you if they speak to you like don't worry i got you i've got your back like you know I, you're, i'm with you we're on the same team don't worry you know that is a level of reassurance that you've got someone on your team so this is very much not just about what you communicate or what you're trying to do but how you do it especially in how you speak it's interesting Okay, let's see. And I'm going to say this, maybe in a situation where you don't, you're not speaking at the moment. It's weird. Why? Because you've got the Four of Swords and you've got the Eight of Swords. Bloody hell, with two fires coming up. Um, there's two things that come up from this, right? First of all, if the advice is the Knight of Swords, if we've got Blackhead coming up about your voice and communicating um and there's kind of gentle nurturing fully present the knight of wands and the king of wands they are both fully present in fact that's one of the the downsides is that they're only thinking about now like how to, can, what can i express now they're very in the moment um they're not afraid of long i mean that's what they're known for not not really known for long-term commitment um that's the king of pentacles who's known for the long-term commitment and but there's something around this in that like, Knight of Wands fully shows up, fully curious, whatever. But then Four of Swords needs a pause. 
So there's this kind of element or like a cheetah. I'm almost getting like cheetah energy with this. And the cheetah, what I mean by that is it can run, it can sprint, like, you know, what is it, a minute? And it's the fastest animal on land. And when it runs that fast, but the fastest mammal, I should say, on land. But then when it, it can't sustain that level. Now, there's something around sustainability that comes up with this, that would this make you, is it more sustainable to be this way? Maybe not initially, but there's a big conflict here between Knight of Wands who's out there, curious optimist, you know, broadening horizons, wants new experiences and the Four of Swords needs a break. Or the King of Wands who's big and bold and, you know, Leo energy, larger than life. He acts on his, um, what am I trying to say? the things that oh my god I've just totally lost the word inspire him his inspirations right bloody hell that you know he's inspired he's loud he's out there he's whatever and then he's gone you know what this feels like if you've ever seen any comedians um who am I thinking of some really like crazy am I thinking of uh, Rowan um the guy that plays Mr Bean when you see him play Mr. Like he's crazy and out there and outrageous, but then he can go very quiet. Oh, I know. Actually, I'm thinking of Freddie Mercury of, you know, he had that persona, that persona that he had on stage. But then, and this feels like that, like playing a role. That's what I'm getting from this, that you, you're able to play the role. You're able to go out there and do what needs to be done um, and how it needs to be done. But then you need a break. And, you know, I don't think you can do that anymore. It doesn't feel sustainable. Um, the other thing with the Knight of Wands and the King of Wands, there might be an element of doing it all alone. It's lonely at the top kind of thing, right? With the King of Wands that comes up. Let's not forget, though, that the kings are socially responsible. They take what is within them and they share it and impact their environment. Like the King of Wands with his energy, with his inspiration, with his fire, right? You know, he impacts those around him. He can get people to get up and go work for him and do all, the, yeah, we're going to have this startup and this is the idea and he gets people fired up. But it takes its toll. Like, you know, there's a very stark difference between the swords on this side, which they're all about not talking. Like I can play the role, but oh God, like, you know, I need a break. I need a pause. Eight of Swords, I can't do this, right? You know, it's it's that, it's all out, all or nothing, it kind of feels like. Three of Coins is not that, Three of Pentacles. This is a, um, a Capricorn card. I was going to say Gemini for some weird reason. It's a Capricorn card and it's actually Mars in Capricorn, which you've got Mars in Capricorn there, right? This is getting it done. But this means working with the right people. This means compromise. Now, I just, I think I explained this Either it was to Scorpio or it was to Sag, one of the ones I did before you. When you show up in the Three of Coins, right, and the Three of Pentacles, they don't diminish who they are. They show up fully as who they are. And traditionally, oh, actually, you see it in this as well. Oh, there's a few different people here. Um, there's quite, there's about five different people here. But they're all doing what they need to do. So if you look at the traditional Three of Pentacles, you see the guy, the stonemason working on the cathedral, you see the architect, you see the monk, right, who's providing financial, we think, and also spiritual support to the, the to the work that's going on. And between the three of them, they are fulfilling the purpose, right? They are create, they're building this strong together, but they all play different roles. But you don't see the architect playing down what he knows just to fit in. You don't see 
the stonemason playing down like you know his his expertise with the stone and you're not you haven't got the monk kind of pretending that he's not spiritual that it's going to be a great spiritual structure this cathedral that they're, they're building now i said that to sagittarius that's not what i'm going to say to you guys although i just did in a way but that's not what i'm going to say to you guys i'm also going to say this right the architect does not think just because like for him education was important right going to learn in a university or whatever and he's probably got a degree in architecture and he, you know they put in i've hung out with a group of architects when i was at um uni and you know a lot of hours go into to the work and what they do and but he can't lord it over everyone else that he's better like he's not going to come in and speak a certain way like let's talk down to the stonemason and talk down to the monk because like you're just ridiculous you haven't even got any money right you're wearing these robes and stuff he won't do that especially if he, he plans to work well with everyone to get the job done in the same way the stonemason's not going to get far if he just thinks like these overeducated idiots one's got more money than sense and the other one just thinks too much like, you're not going to get anywhere being that way you know giving helpful nurturing advice like the stonemason saying yeah i get it like you know that i see what you're trying to do here but we literally can't design it that way that the stone that you're using would be too heavy and it would fall cave in we could do it with extra like buttresses or support look at me sounding like i actually know how to build a cathedral but um you know it's that's what i mean that you know it it would be that that's what this is kind of saying this is a much more effective way of working together to build something together um and I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not trying to make bloody Capricorn sound all heartless and cruel and evil or whatever, right? That is not what I'm saying here. It's just that is not your default. I think you will do that. I mean, hey, I've been in a relationship with a Capricorn, probably the nicest person ever to me, most loving, most generous, most open. Like, So I'm not at all trying to say that Capricorns cannot be that way. I just think they have, they distinguish where they're going to be that way, right? Hold on one second here. Sorry, the Sag reading was um, rendering in the background. Um, because this is like boom and bust. This is great energy and great whatever. And then, oh, like, you know, just collapsing in on yourself in a way. And... even with i mean if you have a look at this five of cups he's being consoled and it's interesting because that's the hierophant it looks like being cons consoled by someone um the two kids are playing together these people are here together but and yet all of these are by themselves right so that means you're creating alone you're exploring alone but you're resting alone you're you're stuck alone um when you're stuck right when you're mentally stuck all of this stuff there's an expansive energy here, but it involves playing a different role out in the world than you have done in the past. And you have it within you, but it you may have only used it or come out with that in other places. I mean, look, you've got justice, which is Libra. Um, I'm laughing because this is that sense of with justice, it's it's balance, it's harmony, I get it, but it's also what's fairer, what's fair for all concerned, not just, 
this is my inspiration this is what i want to create or this is how i want to experience this so i like this with when you get three of uh, three of pentacles and justice that's everyone working well together that's everyone seeing all sides of everything and everyone getting a say and it's the outcome or we choose the way that is the fairest for everyone which isn't always the way right so as we can say no it's my inspiration this is how i want it done it, it has to be done this way or it's not getting done like you know that there's there is a slight move from this and i, I i've got a feeling you know this because you're coming in with this energy um you have the six of swords coming up here with this and and again there's this thing of camaraderie and everyone in the same boat with the six of swords it's you know either we all get there or no one gets there and that's that's how you why you see so many people in the boat when you get sixes they are gifts I think it was Aries that got that message. It, these, are, these are gifts. And this is the gift of the past. And this is the gift of moving on. But the Six of Swords says, hey, look, we don't know where we're going, but we know we're not going back. We know we're not going back. We're going forwards. That's what he's saying. What's over there? But we don't ever really know. The focus is never on where they're going. The focus is on them in the boat. And here you see children. You see this old lady. You see these kind of um, a younger boy. You see these older people. So we're all in this boat together and maybe that's that message of the golden children that you know we everyone's just trying their best in a way ten of cups this is a sharing of love i mean again we have a family dynamic here capricorn there's a sense within this reading like i wouldn't if you'd tell me to guess this saying hey can you look at a capricorn like you know what do you, would i wouldn't have picked this message that's why I was excited to see what came up for you because I wasn't sure. But we're going, it's, it's this, got this feel of working together, connecting with others. And even in raising a child, I mean, I was thinking it when I was reading all this stuff, it takes a village. So think about that. If you have a grand plan for even like a business, a corporation, um, I think I heard, um, it was, I think it was Christopher Wateki who said this. He said something, I've got, I listen to Sagittarius and Aquarius and usually I will skip, but sometimes I, I listen through because um, there's only Capricorn in between and I can sit through Capricorn for a couple of minutes. And I've, I'm pretty certain I heard him say one week to Capricorn that now it's, it's your turn to do capitalism, but with soul. What with heart you know he's not saying he's a Taurus so of course he's going to say that but um he's not as extreme as my stuff but you know that we're still going to do that but we bring heart and soul into it and this very much illustrates that now even if you think of the king of pentacles um yes you got the king of wands here that you know the entrepreneur the the creative he can be the boss as well the thing with the king of pentacles is he knows what he values and he knows that his value is not just what he owns not just what he has you know he he's very aware of his resources but he also has enough not just for himself but for others and that's the thing you the deer and with this black egg the deer is the queen of pentacles and yet we've got kings coming up because they impact other people what they do impacts others 
Now, you might be thinking, oh, God, well, this is great, Joe, but how do I tie this into my relationship problem or, you know, whatever. If you've got, uh, I can give you an example just straight away there. If you've got a relationship problem, right, let's take that not as in I'm the problem or he's the problem or she's the problem, right? Not that that either one of us has the problem. It's it's us two against or it's us two together going to we're going to solve this thing. That's working together. We work together. We're trying to build a stronger relationship. This is the obstacle to that. How can we together work on this obstacle, remove this obstacle, get around this obstacle? It's a different way of thinking. The other way of like, you need to sort this shit out. I don't want to deal with it. I've just been at work all day. Like, don't bring this shit home, right? You know, that is not helpful. That is something that is being done to someone else. That's this. It's all great and wonderful and passionate. And then it's like, keep me out of this shit. None of my business. So th there's a difference coming up in this. Now, even if you're really good at it, I mean, I know plenty of... um. Capricorns that have a lot of Libra or Cancer energy. I actually know a lot of Capricorns that have Capricorn Cancer, like you know, a Capricorn Sun with a Cancer Moon or a, a Cancer Sun with a Capricorn Rising. So you know, I, I actually know quite a few people like that, um, who who can be that way. But then this is if but they they are that way with people that they love. That it's like a line that is drawn. They're one way at work and they're another way with their family. And this feels like bringing that dynamic in more kind of uniformly. I mean, with temperance, yes. Absolutely. The Nine of Pentacles. Nine of Pentacles is enjoying the fruits of your labour. But it can also be that this is mine. Right? This is mine. Not anyone else's. I worked for it. You go work for your own shit. You're not getting any of mine. Right? Nine of Pentacles. King of Pentacles. Four of Cups, though. Then we, we feel stuck. If there has been dissatisfaction with the job, with where you live, right, you know, whatever it is, consider how it could be made better or there could be a different way if you involved other people in it. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to involve other people in it or what that would look like for you. Like that would be for you to figure out because it's not going to be the same for any two people. But. In, in, even if you're looking and saying uh, your reaction to that, I mean, you've got five of cups here, four of cups here. Even if your reaction to that is hell no, like I don't want other people, like you know, that, that would just make things worse to do that. Well, that's her looking at those three cups and saying that, but what, what does she feel in herself? It's too much. I feel overwhelmed. There's too much for me to do. I never, you know, whatever the situation is there. It's interesting because you've got the moon here so there is a lot of confusion around this and even me saying this to you you may just think yeah this ain't my reading I don't know what she's talking about that's not me I've got nothing to do with kids I don't have any like you know whatever but if this season you come up with a new money-making idea or you come up with a new something that you want to give birth to or that you value right something that comes about come back and watch this and probably already clicked off it but hopefully you came back and watched it because with the moon coming up, there's shadows all over this. Like, we don't know where it's going to go. We're not doing this stuff because of what we know is going to happen. These are both moon cards in a way. 
Uh, I mean, obviously, that that's the moon. It's Pisces energy, which Saturn's in Pisces. So that infuses you with all of this kind of stuff too, right? But, I mean, that's why I think with even though Mars has been in Capricorn, it hasn't felt as, I'm going to use the word, word ruthless, or, but, you know, it, I could just as easily use ambitious or direct or on it or taking care of business. It hasn't been as much as I think it. I've felt it like the last time Mars was in, in Capricorn. This feels different. <clears throat> I don't know if you would agree with me or not agree with me. Um, but yeah, this feels very different from the last time that Mars was in Capricorn. Hold on one second. I need to call. And that's the more compassionate, nurturing energy of Pisces that comes in. Um, and that's the moon in Cancer, the Four of Cups. We looked at that, right? But the Nine of Pentacles is this kind of hyper-independence or self, just being self-dependent. Um, but then that the King of, if the King of Pentacles really believed that, I mean, it wouldn't satisfy him. It doesn't matter how much he accumulated or amassed, it wouldn't be enough for him. Um, and he wouldn't, it, it, there's just something off about that, but it's in shadow, right? It's around our fears that it comes up. And Nine of Pentacles says then that the it becomes a gilded cage. You become the big fish in a small pond. There is a different way to do this, but your expansion or your growth depends on this involvement of this kind of different way of speaking a different truth in a different way and it and you speak from your own cup not from other people's now temperance this is what i was saying temperance is about moderate all things in moderation is temperance um it's where we can be so hyper focused on one area that we have neglected the others or it can be where we keep accumulating like knowledge and experiences but we're not um, like really stopping and taking in, okay, well, what's happened here? What's the pattern that's showing up? Or what do I know from this? What new situation can I create from everything that I've learned from my journey so far as I come here? It is a kind of taking stock of where we are. Yeah. I mean, you can't make this shit up. You've got the King of Pentacles there and you've got the King of Pentacles again here. And... Oh, bloody hell. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So you got, and now you've got um, uh, Pisces energy, Knight of Cups coming up. It's, I was going to say, it's very telling. I mean, even though, like I said, the deer is the Queen of Pentacles, you're getting the kings, though. The queens are very internal, very in themselves. They initiate what am I starting? What matters to me? What am I valuing? The I part of it. But the kings are socially responsible. And that's the key part of that. So you're getting the King of Pentacles. Because he doesn't just, what he's creating isn't just for him. It's also for his loved ones. But I've got a feeling whatever your idea of loved ones is, is about to expand. I mean, it's going to for everyone with Pluto having moved into Aquarius. Right, and I want to say this as well. Because you've got this five of cups twice now. Now I'm nosy. Now it's got my attention. Um what is your regret what is the regret and it might be around a dream because you've made peace with some regret and it might have been like oh well this is what's never going to happen anyway right it's never going to happen not this lifetime it's cool i've made peace with that however there it, there's a sense here of but it could still happen 
it's not that it can't happen it's that this way wasn't going to get this right you know the fire and the bloody ear i actually want to say fire and brimstone here but you know this this feels very kind of all or nothing coming up here but this is saying with the knight of cups it's still possible because that's a dream that we could have had when we were younger what is that dream because this king of pentacles doesn't know how to do that or that king of wands doesn't but this king of pentacles with the page of uh, sorry with the knight of cups yes he can and i know it's the five of cups coming up here regret lost missed opportunities but it feels like the regret of a dream that you had before that you never acted on i'm gonna get one more for this what's this five of cups yeah it's to say something it's the confidence to speak it's the confidence to create this is mercury mercury's gonna i think it's this first week is it am i i might just be making it up i don't know but i think it's this first week of aquarius season where um mercury and mars conjunct i think it's this week um unless it's already happened but anyway i get I get this magician energy which is mercury remember that the magic happens through you the magic happens through the magician you're the magician it's not the magic card it's the magician card you know it's not the alchemy card it's the alchemist in some decks because he's the one that does the magic in fact there's a real kind of like who was that saint that could speak to animals was it am i thinking of saint francis of assisi but look at all these animals around this oh how do i do yeah there around this guy and he's got this creative this red this kind of power it reminds me of the emperor almost with his red robes on and all of these animals have flocked to him um like birds and all sorts and you know as above so below as within so without but it's the confidence to use what you know and the tools that you have but with temperance in a different way How do you do that? Knight of Swords by speaking in a different way, speaking your truth, taking actions based on your beliefs rather than what you have to do. I mean, think about this. I, I could be going exploring being the Knight of Wands so I can take breaks. I could be going all out so that I don't have to do something else, right? That There's a lot of times that we create from fear. The Knight of Swords is, I mean, oftentimes he looks like a bloody crusader because he is fighting under the banner of some belief yeah i'm not trying to glorify the crusades trust me yeah the ten of, especially this ten of wands when this ten of wands comes up this speaks to me of inefficiency sorry capricorn i know a lot of you guys pride yourself on your efficiency but that's inefficient how he's carrying those ten wands i'm sorry there's not a single one of you that can tell me that's efficient right he could split them in two piles he could put one pile under one arm the other under the other and he'd be able to see perfectly clearly where he's going because you can't really see where you're going here there's a lot of shadows around okay i'm doing this but what for what like you know there's there is some confusion that's coming in here but here it's saying if you speak clearly like directly say what's going on and with the ten of wands um like sometimes i think about this guy is he on purpose holding it that way because so that he can't be seen it's like oh i'm too busy to deal with that i'm too busy to 
talk about that you know it could be that oh sorry no i can't see you because i'm too busy doing something yeah look at this the lovers well bloody hell on the emperor now knight of swords gemini lovers gemini but you've got the emperor and it's almost like you, you know a lot of times when we talk about what that deer is saying and i'll show you in the book so you know how these animals they go up in uh, i mean it's right there it's near the top the the mo most masterful energy of earth is horse right and then before that believe it or not a spider um and wolf but then d deer is kind of high up there now who would you think is more powerful the elk or the deer and i think the elk's got emperor energies the deer is more powerful because the elk is one down one step down from the deer and that's the father and that's not that's not to say that the mother is more you know is better than the father that's not what this is saying but in in terms of when we're using those archetypes and looking at the earth um dynamic then yeah this is about first we must it's it's easier to do the other stuff it's easier to be sterner um it's much harder to work well together it's easier to like scorched earth policy or draw a line in the sand or you know do all of that that that's sometimes easier to do it's easier to walk away than it is to say all right look we've got a problem to and that's what the lovers show us right the lovers is their ability to communicate even though they're completely different they're complete opposites they will always be opposites they're never going to bring each other to this because they're not meant to they're not trying to convert each other they speak to each other completely openly vulnerably because they're both naked usually right and it's so uh, how do you how do we get opposites to speak to each other and i did a whole video on this in gemini season if you're interested but with the emperor coming up here with this the emperor is very clearly saying this this is a seat of power to be able to do this not to kind of like take on more burden than you need to not to kind of hide behind like how busy i am or the burdens i carry but to be very direct to use your voice and remember wands are doing too much if you just kind of like if you think screw it i'm just going to do it myself like that could be another thing but we're going from wands which is action to actually directly using your voice and speaking it speaking very powerfully this could be public speaking as well i mean i've gone taken this reading in a very general direction but if you were a client of mine you came and sat in front of me and we talked um and you tell me about your job and I, I might even say to you that look do you work really hard are you really active in your job because now you may be able to do the job get a raise even like be the boss but you're actually just speaking more so you're running maybe training days or seminars or something right you know you're doing something that i wouldn't say quite teacher with the knight of swords but there's more around speaking and using your intelligence using what you've learned here communicating it in a different way there's a new beginning that comes out of this but it's much more nurturing than it is um this you know if, if we're going to talk about lawyers then this would be going from courtroom to maybe being a judge or maybe being a law teacher in a university or something right um or training people like there's something there's a difference here but 
it involves more speaking to people and working more closely with people and nurturing their skills um, rather than having to do it all yourself. Right. That was a long one, but there's your messages. You'll have to let me know how you get on with this. I'm very intrigued by your message, Capricorn. And now I will reveal to you what was, and it came out just as I thought it would. Every single reading that I have done, every single one of them, from Aquarius all the way to Sag, has got the judgment card. Guess which card you guys didn't get? Judgment. You're the only sign that didn't get judgment. And I kind of half joked about it in the Sag reading saying, oh, I wonder if Capricorn won't get it because everyone's gotten it. Without fail, everyone's gotten judgment. You guys didn't. Because there's not a new you that's being born. Now there's a new you and how you express that you. The you has been transformed over the last however many years. Everyone else is feeling that impact. They're feeling it in a different way. Like It's not like that you, you're not going to feel it in a different way. But this is going to be in, in value and how you express your value and how you show you value someone, what you value about situations and things. That's what changes for you. So it's a very potent message in that regard for you guys. But there you go, lovelies. I'm going to hand you over to me and the outro. So before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius. If his, um, if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them. Is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me. I can't do that. I'm going to hurt this person. It's the guilt. It's the shame. It's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. We're not going to let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realize that how, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving. And it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege, that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video, but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realize so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins as he'd put it, 
this is very Goggins actually he has a split personality almost um at his best this is what he's like and this is why he can be very polarizing you don't have to be a Goggins you don't have to use foul language and yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it now I watched a podcast of his and you can watch it as well it it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um YouTube channel you know I love Andrew Huberman as well that was like a dream come true I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year and here's the point is that whatever you think of him whether you think he's the best thing ever if he's the best thing ever then you can be like him all he is is himself if you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this and I hear him say it as well. In fact, while I love that podcast that he did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And you've heard me over the years. You don't even have to look at Goggins. You've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me. Well, that's on them, right? Like needing to make people stupid. Um, and, and I didn't do it consciously and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me. I'm an alien or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me. That's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up a, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No. No, what I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realizing I had a three course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world. You know, Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy. What is he doing? You may think that and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? because that's your only job is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose, and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere, or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you. That's all you can do. All you can do is be who you are. And 
It's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season, that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness or whether you're wild out in the wild somewhere growing, that's where you can be. All you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that. I hope you will take that to heart. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really, really appreciate that. Please give a shout out and I give a shout out. I give my thanks, my love, my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment. Um, they make all of this possible. Thank you to everyone that interacts with me. That's on the Discord server. There's a link in the description. If you'd like to join the Discord server, you can. I've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else. I'll let you know that right now. It's not like anywhere else. Um, or that I've been on the internet. I'm sure there must be other communities. We're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness. So you don't get arguments and stuff. You know, No one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but everyone's too aware of themselves and that Every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offence, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.